60 show presented by Maxis Tires, 100% goggles, decal works, get data, and vertex on clubmx.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. We're going to be here each and every Thursday before the race. Supercross, Motocross, SMX races as well. Talking about the upcoming races, taking your phone calls at 702-586-7857, giving away some prizes, having some guests on, and breaking things down the best we can. Love the amount of phone calls that we get for this show. Simply love the, uh, the interaction we have with most of you jerkies who are probably at work, by the way, and uh, that's why you're calling. But, uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Fly Racing charging into 2023. The Rion technology that they have in the Formula Helmet is great, uh, as long as the Conehead EPS as well. They have different shells, different price points. It's lightweight. It's quiet. If you're in the market for uh, what I think is the best helmet around, read up at flyracing.com on the formula all the tech that goes into the formula and you'll be pretty impressed and as well you look at fly racing out there on the track the uh hep suzuki guys are in it chiz mcelrath rj hampshire uh, are going to be wearing it julie swole flyracing.com joey savachi as well so please check that out they got gear lines that will suit you from uh wild to mild as they used to say so thank you to uh uh flyracing.com to um uh, get, get in the show, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you as well to the folks at 100% Max's Get Plum Creek Funding, Decal Works, Vertex Pistons, all on board with us. Wygant and Thomas coming in. So we're starting off strong. And uh, again, thank you. 702-586-7857. Taking your calls in the corner. He is back for what I think might be year seven. Where are we at, Tis Legendary? Ever since day one on is this that thing. Seven? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you're back Long for 2023. I'm back, yeah. We had a, a tough salary negotiations, but it all worked out in the end. In the end, and, I conceded and... And your excitement level, I oh. can't handle it. So thank you again. <laughs> Normally, I'm at a five like you. Yeah. I'm at least a five and a half yeah, or six yeah. right now. You got to so, back yeah. it down over there, yeah, please. thank you. Ch- check that out. Will do. Uh, let's, let's get Weege on the phone if we can. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you to the folks at Get. Uh, get and Athena, sister companies, if you want a discount, use the contact form on pulpamex.com to email us, and uh, we'll get you a deal on Get. Two-stroke CDIs, two-stroke EFI, EFC, ECUs, four-stroke EFI, ECUs, all on board there. The Get units are plug-and-play. Real big news for these guys is that Team Honda HRC is relying on Get with the RX1 Pro ECU, the SL1 Data Logger, and the LC GPA for the 250 class of the Lawrence Brothers. And the 450 guys as well are using the RPM dashboard. Get Revolution by Technology. Again, great guys. Uh, the, the ECUs, they can't keep them in stock. So if you want one, 
want a discount on one, uh, please use the contact form on pulpamex.com. We'll get you the best thing we can uh, for listening to the show. Thank you to the folks at 100% Goggles as well. The 100% brand has always been synonymous with American Motocross. They've been in the sport since the 1980s, and 100% has been linked to many iconic moments that have helped build the sport of modern moto. Downhill mountain bike, BMX, MotoGP, MLB, snowboarding, skiing, all genres of running, as well as the Moto guys. You'll see the Jet Lawrence running 100% goggles, the star racing guys, 100% goggles. 100% is a generation of racers asking them the original tagline. How much effort do you give? Thank you to those guys for coming on board. And uh, lots to talk about. Anaheim 1 should be a bit uh, wet. Uh, the rain's supposed to stop Friday and Saturday. We'll have JT, the weatherman, on here shortly. But the rain is supposed to stop um, for the race day and Friday. But it should still be kind of ruddy and soft no matter what. It's been raining all week. But uh, to talk about Anaheim 1 and more, it's Jason Wygant. What's up, Weech? Yeah. No, you don't need JT. We're going to be just fine. We're fine? Okay. Yeah. Not going to rain anymore. Uh, they need a nice window, which they will have. Uh, they're not going to ride tomorrow for press day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always say, as long as it doesn't rain the day of the race, which it won't, we will be fine. Yeah, and, and Anaheim, uh, generally, the dirt is, is, is pretty good, right? It's been stored well over the years. They've, it used to be hard pack and really slick, and then the yep. rain would make it treacherous. But they've yep. kind of figured out the dirt now. I think so. It doesn't seem as hard-packed as it was. I'm not saying that it's not going to affect it slightly, as in it's a little softer, maybe more rutted in the transition than it would have been if there wasn't any rain. But I do not think you're going to watch this race like, yeah. uh, for example, I mean, like, hey, man, remember that race in 05? We could have that again. No. No. It is not going to be a survival, paddling, not clearing jumps mud race at all. Uh, no, absolutely. By the way, we no. each, uh We'll talk about Anaheim one here. So we had Justin Brayton on the uh, oh, on the show on beautiful. Monday, and oh, great. He, he's a great rider. He might yeah, be a he, he might be a better analyst though. He came on Monday night, and we talked a little bit about him hanging it up and not being here. But we mostly just broke the series down, and he's fantastic. He's fantastic. I don't know why you have to qualify it as rider or analyst. Let's just say everything. <laughs> Do you have to qualify it? Like I almost okay. take offense okay. to that. Why uh, are you Why uh, are you putting asterisks on it? Well, because I would. Wouldn't you agree that you and I know some riders that maybe, oh. maybe <laughs> the you know they they they're not the, they're not Menza candidates. Yeah, I think we've uh, interviewed some guys where you realize you're not getting anything out of them, even though they should know way the hell more than us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, he's not one of those. He's not. Yeah, uh, but I'm glad you found a way to bring him up. I don't even know what your point here is. But, uh, my point uh, is, way to wow. bring him up. My point is, is he's not racing Anaheim one, and how? Oh, no. how are you doing? How, how's it going? I guess it hasn't sunk in yet. Well, I'm not sure. I mean, we haven't had the race yet. Yeah, yeah. Do we know for sure? Like for sure, sure. We we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, I have the video press day last year when they let the guys go on Friday. Hey, maybe that's why they're not riding press day this year. They just can't. It's like. We led it last year with Brayton as the first on the track, and that's just it's all downhill from here, so let's just move on. I, I got to be honest. Look, I know that when Timmy was racing, you know, we were around and we were friends, and I know that I probably was a little annoying at times, talking about Timmy, pointing out Timmy and all that. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it at the time, of course, but looking oh, back. Oh, no, you didn't? Really? Okay. No, no I didn't, but mm-hmm. I just got to say, so – the last few years, everybody, you know, Jason Wagan and I have sat through 600 Supercrosses in the press box. I am going to miss the 
elbowing or the hitting of my hand being like, look who's on top, look who's out front, look who's on the board as Justin Brayton does his qualifying laps or heat race. or I'm not going to get that anymore. Especially Anaheim 1. That's really where we've shined. Yeah. Uh, I just tweeted uh, the first heat race of the year back in 2011. Uh, they hung banners from the stadium that year saying greatest season ever. Mm-hmm. And who won the very first heat race in the 450 class of the year? Justin Brayton. Yeah. We've had many great Anaheim 1s. Led some laps on a Honda a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. But let me ask you this. Yes, it is going to be difficult. I, I've... I won't believe it till I see him not there. Yeah. Till I don't well, see it. He will be there. He will be there. Just will not have gear on. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. What if someone wads it up? Okay. Good point. What if someone wads it up? Right. But on a similar note, we have discussed the 10 and Timmy and how similar it is for us. But where are you with the troll train? Because I had not heard a word, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Troll train. Wow. There will be Troll Train was there last year. He was. He was. And he stepped into the, mi- the year. And he stepped into the mighty four fifty class and Rookie was the year. was brutally assaulted by Cade Clayson mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in the uh, mm-hmm. in the heat, I believe. Or maybe it was L C Q, one of the uh, um Yeah, look, it, it, that's tough too. I wonder, as sad as I am, how happy is JT that he no longer has to shit on him oh. and, and and Troll Train's not there anymore. Like he Probably loves the fact that Troll Train's not out there. So JT might actually smile. He might. Bit. He might be might, happy. Might yeah. Smile. But so we're at a group thread. I did text uh, JBU and our buddy Phil and said, "Look, Phil, Troll Train's done. Yeah. JB's done. We are relying on you. You're the only one left that we even care about. You're the only one left." Yeah, he didn't seem to care one way or another. No, he did not. No. He did not seem uh, to care. He's the only one left we're rooting for. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, 702-586-7857. we still got lines open. Uh, we're giving away a pair of 100% goggles and a set of Fly po- Five Pivot Knee Guards. So thanks to the folks at Fly 100% for that. All right, Weege, you talked about this on Twitter this morning. I told you to save it for the show. Uh, you did not, though, however. I think it looks like you released one of your janky videos. But um, we always say... Fields deep, so many winners. Yeah, we all and I and I'm guilty of this too. Although I feel like this year, I've two things I've made uh, corrections on in my life. One is okay. thinking that the 450 motocross winner has any momentum at all and will do anything. Thank I've corrected you. myself on that. You have to do that. Yep. And then I've also corrected myself on. Look, I know this guy should win and that guy should win and this guy should win, but out of the last ten years, we've only had one year where there's been more than five winners, and we had a year there was four even. So we're getting five winners, most likely, folks. And so stop talking about Malcolm winning and Craig winning and Anderson winning and Sexton winning and Tomac winning. It's not going to happen. Uh, and so I think we need to realize that. Weege, going into 2023, we're probably getting five winners. Yeah, so I did a video in December last year saying we're going to get five winners just because that's the average. And we got four winners in the first four rounds. So people were coming at me hard. But that's how it works. Like, by the time you get to the third through fifth week, it all starts to take shape. And really, by the end of that, by the end of the fifth race, you pretty much know who can win races, and it's only a few guys. And then maybe somebody sneaks in there at the end when the champ is managing points or whatnot. Zacho and Marv sneaking in at the end. They did. Three years in a row it's happened. So... So I, I know that sounds disappointing at first, but I'm trying to turn it and say it's actually kind of cool when you think about there's seven or eight riders who you think, well, they all should win. What are the crazy scenarios that are going to lead to it not happening? What is the thing, like, what is the unexpected? So last year, 
There is no way. Like, what were the odds that Cooper Webb would win a race last year? High. 100%? Uh, 98, 95, yes. About as high as you can have an athletic sport where you can get hurt, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he didn't win, and he eventually was injured, but it was mostly just ineffective. It's not like he tore his ACL in December and didn't race. So I'm just trying to think about, okay, what crazy unexpected thing are we not picturing that could happen that could lead to someone like Anderson or Tomac or Sexton somehow doesn't even win one race because that's actually what happens all the time. It seems inconceivable, but it will turn out that way. It will. It will. Somebody's going to get hurt. Some surprise is going to happen. But if you go on Tomac, Anderson, and Sexton winning races, which are all 99% sure we are, we got two more winners. And, That's crazy. And, and we probably got a weirdo winner, Marv yeah. or, <laughs> you know, uh, Craig or Malcolm. Yeah. And yep, so, now, so, yep, right. so now that leaves, you're saying Webb is not going to win. You're saying uh, um, um, AP is not going to win. You're saying all these guys are not going to win. Um, yeah. Because it's Ferrandis, Ken Ferrandis, Rockton, Ferrandis, like There's not room. Right. There isn't room. There isn't room. Exactly. <laughs> no. So think right. of, like, you know, the magic is picking who's who, but – yeah. I mean, you 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 figure Sexton's going to win it's his third year. He's yeah. he's going to calm down a little bit. Tomac is Tomac. He will win a triple crown at least because he dominates those things. Even if he's having a miserable year, he's going to grab one of those. Uh yeah. Yeah, Tomac even in his bad years wins races. Yes. It, he never doesn't win races. Yeah, his 2021 yeah. season, he won whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Yep. Like yeah, like you start narrowing it down and man, it, it's funny to look at. Also, on top of the, the golden rules of don't take the 450 motocross winner as having a momentum and don't uh, uh, think that there's going to be a ton of winners, the other rule is don't take Anaheim 1 as any indication of how the season's going to go. Oh, God, no. Right. No, it gets, it's getting weirder and weirder, in fact. It's <laughs> trending away from that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we had the Millsaps and Canard battle, and we were like, holy shit, weird Anaheim 1. Well... Davey ended up being a factor the rest of the year, and Kennard yep. was when he wasn't hurt. Yep. But, I mean, last year, Cooper Webb got second. Ken Roxon won. Oh, God. The worst two seasons they had. Yeah. Ended up coming after going 1-2 at the opener. Yeah. So, again, yeah. so we're going to do this Fly Race and Moto 60 show next Thursday, and I'm going to come on here. I'm going to tell all you people, let's also not – let's wait, because I don't know what's going to happen on Saturday, but let's wait, because it, it ain't – it ain't necessarily going to really happen. But we yeah, yeah, no matter who it is. I mean, even if it is, let's say Sexton wins, you know, I think it would be very tempting at that point to be like, here it comes. So, you know, one person said last year, here comes McGrath at 93. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that guy's yeah. an idiot, but yeah. So I'm saying, like, if Tomac wins or Anderson wins or Sexton wins, I think it would almost be tempting to be like, oh, I think we just saw what we're going to see all year. But even that, I don't, even the surest bets winning the opener. I mean, Roxon winning last year, the opener, he had said he was sick. But for the most part, you're just like, eh. Yeah, Ken wins all the time. He's going to have a great season. Even the great riders winning the opener doesn't mean they're going to have great seasons. No, no. No. Harkens back to, harken back to the, the Barsha, Webb, Tomac, Baggett season, I think it went. And we were Barsha and Baggett won the first two rounds. Yeah, okay. Bar, <laughs> yeah, and then we were just rubbing our hands together. Yeah, and how just, many are we going to get? Yeah, and it has never happened again, right? So... Yeah, everybody, just uh, you know, calm down. I guess. And, and I'm going to look at it like this. Um, you know, most sports have playoffs. There will actually be playoffs in this 
sport this year, but it doesn't. Ha- it's not an elimination round. Um, it, Steve, there's a what does the sport you follow? They it's like soccer, but they they ice skate. Like yes, ice skating it's soccer. the NHL, the hockey. Yeah, it's hockey. Hockey, yeah. yes. So I'm sure there are a lot of good teams this year. And if you were to say there's only going to be four teams, of the, in, there will be a final four at one point, and then there will be a final with two. And you're going to be like, well, I don't know how you can get there. Like, there's six teams that are that good. There's eight. Like, how are these teams going to be eliminated? How is it going to narrow down to four? So that's almost the way we need to look at this list of five. Like, there are eight guys that should win. How are we going to get to only five? And that's the crazy thing to watch unfold. Yeah. Who will struggle, really? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. unexpected. Yeah, yeah, totally, right? Um, yep. Yeah, I'm looking at, um, yeah. yeah, we had Barsha, Baggett, and then Webb took the next ones, and then Tomac, Webb took the next two, and then Tomac came in. And so, so it did settle down after, after four. Uh, well, no, but, that's the point. Like, yeah. even after Barsha and Baggett winning, it did settle down. Like, yeah. It always does. Webb won that third race. It was his first 450 win. And then, really, he became a winning machine for the next three seasons. So, so it settled down fast. You were trying to sell us uh, earlier in this call. You were trying to sell us on um, think that, that it's racing? Not, well, no. You were trying to sell oh, us okay. on that it's not a bad thing. Um, and I, I, I don't know. Give Look, if I could pick a season, give me 1985 or give me 93. One or sure. whatever. I, sure. I like the variety of winners. It would sure. be it would be awesome to me to have a season where the champion wins four out of the seventeen. I'll take that. I like that. I'm with you. I think we all would. But I'm just saying, since we're probably not going to get it, instead yeah. of being bummed, just be like, this is the way the game is played. This is just <laughs> right. the way it's going to be, man. Yeah. You're just okay. not going to get eight winners. Maybe this is the year. Yeah. I'm sure someone right now is screaming at their computer speakers or wherever they're listening to the show saying, no, this is going to be different. But I've heard that every year, and it's literally to the exact. It's five. Okay, so so now here's the part of the show where I tell, tell you, give me, give me the five. Give me the five. Yeah, that's the hard part. You have to guess which one of the really good guys is going to not win a race. It's going to happen. Like, if we just say – we give Webb the nod because he's a two-time champ, and then we just say Sexton, Anderson, and Tomac are solid. One of those four is not going to win a race. It's just the way it works, and it could just be nothing more than a, somebody breaks a bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anderson did not win a race in his title defense season. Like, nobody saw that coming. So I don't know. How, how do I pick which one of those four doesn't win? That's why, I'm, that's why you're on the guest on the show, and I'm the host. Give me your five. Okay, so I'll just be a hater. I'll just, I'm literally going to pick a name out of a hat here. I'm going to say somehow, some way, I don't know how, but Anderson doesn't win a race. That's what it takes to end up with only five. Well, give me, give me your other four then. Give me your five. So that gives us uh, Tomac, Sexton, Webb. We still have two to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ferrandez can win a race. No one's saying that, but I really think he can. And uh, that leaves us one more guy. Uh, I'll go... I'll go Malcolm. There All we right. go. All right. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, if you say there's only five and somebody says it's going to be Ferrandis and Malcolm, two of the five, that sounds outrageous. But I'm telling you, yeah. the Tomac, Sexton, Anderson group, one of them's not going to win. Yeah, it just yeah. happens every year. Well, you don't, have, you don't have the 94 winning. And that seems no, amazing. That seems crazy, too. Yep. I know. Because I think he gets a win, and I'll, so, yeah. but I, I'll go Anderson. I'll go Sexton, Tomac. Yep. I'll go Anderson twenty one. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll go Ken 94, and then I think Christian Craig gets a win. So there we go. So, so now I'm pick. saying uh, Webb won't win. Yeah. Yep. You have to you have to pick yep. one of those four to not win. Yeah. 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 And I'm not saying I didn't pick Anderson for any reason. Yeah. He's not any less likely. I'm just saying. Yeah. Crazy stuff happens we, in racing. We should get our listeners ready for that for this. Like the, yeah, this is what's going to happen. Uh and that's that's what we're talking about. So you can pick, yeah. pick a name out of a hat and it'll happen. Yep. So Roxon is good for winning races like he is, you know. He's one of the few that just gets wins pretty much every year indoors and out. So that's a good pick on your part. Yeah, I think he does. Yep. Like I don't know if that team is ready to be week in and week out competitors with the top factory teams and I don't know I don't think that bike holds Kenny back, but having said that, do I put the Honda on the or the Suzuki on the level of a factory Honda? I do not. You know? Uh, right. so I, I don't. So but I think he can win. Yes, I think he can grab some wins for sure. Uh, yeah, one and one advantage he has is, you know, the guys don't ride well in the first couple of races. Like, everybody's a little off. And he's either less off or maybe he's at his peak at the beginning races of the year and most people aren't. I mean, can you not easily see a situation in the first three rounds where Kenny just gets the early lead, starts pulling away, and everybody else is just like, yeah, man, I'm just I'm good. Yeah, and yeah, Rockin for sure, wins. right? He just leads every lap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, he's, and he's just like, I got this. Yeah, don't worry about it, guys. So. Yeah. It, it, you know, Roxanne's problem in the past has been more like, you know, round 12 when Webb is willing to ride out of his mind to beat him because he has to for the title. Yeah. But those opening rounds, like, I could easily see everybody being like, hey, man, I'm not even comfortable. I'm nervous. I got arm pump. If Kenny wants to win by 20 seconds, I'm not riding over my head to get it. Go have it. Yeah, um, that's where Roxon excels. He yeah. rides as good at the opener as he does any other time of the year, and most guys are the opposite. Yeah, absolutely. Suzuki or not, it doesn't matter. He's an awesome rider. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I 100% agree. Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. We'll get to some phone calls. The lines are full right now. We're going to give away some stuff as well. Uh, don't forget, here's the plug for a couple of things. Pulp MX Fantasy. Even Wygant signed up, everybody. Even Jason Wygant signed up. He's got a shot at the prizes. He's in the industry, idiots. He's in. So It's a lot more money. The out-the-door costs are a lot more than you guys had advertised. <laughs> What's the 460? Is that league safe? I, I didn't pay attention. Yeah, league safe. Okay, yeah. And then this year you require a half yep. to join the yep. championship league, which yep. is what? 40 bucks. Yep, yep. <sighs> but you could win a TTR or a YZ450. You don't even got to be good at the game. Bro, if I win one of those and I keep it, people are going to say that's totally wrong and insider trading. So I'm, I don't even know. Am I even eligible, are, really? Yeah, you are. Those are random draws. You're eligible. Yeah, I, I would get hated on. So I need to donate it to some kid who's in the hospital. <laughs> okay, wink, wink, donate it. Wink, wink. Got it. Uh, yeah, well, some kid who's in the hospital. That's what he needs—a dirt bike. All right. Also, uh, promoting our our re-raceables pod that just dropped today. Uh, the 1985 Road Deal Cup. Davey Coombs and Jim Holly are on it, talking about a race that, if it happened today, I wouldn't be able to have enough phone lines for the calls. Oh. If it happened oh. today. Uh, uh, so yeah. riders taking dives, rider fake injuries, riders stopping in the middle of the race. Uh, it's all on YouTube, and, and Jim Holly and Davey Coombs and Weege and I break it down. So, uh, yeah, please check that out if you can. That's a Re-Raceables podcast. It's a brand-new feed. So, um, yeah, find that if you can. All right, let's go to some phone calls. Yeah. Uh, first up, it's Alex. Alex, you have a sleeper pick? Yeah, well, I've got a question. Uh, who's your sleeper pick? Ten years ago, you guys in the in the preview show laughed about wow. Davey Millsaps and how much weight he lost and then didn't consider him as a winner. 
And then on the review show, I believe you said that didn't come out of left field. It came out of the hot dog stand outside that win. <laughs> that would be true. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that, be true. that would be true. Yep. Davey, privateer too that year, by the way. Privateer. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yep. think Davey himself didn't give me that intel. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think Joey Savacci fits that as far as the coming out of left field. Uh, but not for a win, uh, though, Alex. But, okay, but a five, a oh, fifth, or on. sixth? At, at A1, if a good starter that can hold the pace a little bit can have a chance at the uh, win. I mean, we've seen Dean Wilson almost win on a privateer Yamaha with a box man. <laughs> okay, that was a muddy-ish race, but okay. Uh, well, right. it's a muddy-ish race. Uh <laughs> I'm going a crazy okay. level sleeper. All right, Weege, what what would be your sleeper pick? To win a race? To win Anaheim one, right, Alex? To to yeah. guys that can win. Yeah. Look, I I did you're gonna say this is not fair and it doesn't count as a sleeper, but I don't know why. Everyone is just crapping on Dylan Ferrandez. They're just crapping on him. Like, ah, whatever. I don't th- is anyone picking him to win a race? So not really, nope, nope. I think he could win. I don't think it's that surprising, but it would seem surprising. For some reason, I'll go Christian Craig because uh, I'm higher on. I don't think he's a rookie. Weege does, uh, and I think Christian Craig can win Anaheim one. I really do. I think it'd be quite a story. He's really good at Anaheim, anyways. Uh, Baker program, you know, all of this stuff. Uh, Christian Craig would be my sleeper pick, Alex. Yep, I can totally okay. see that. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right. If, Th- thanks, buddy. If my pick, oh. all right. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Alex. If- if my pick wins, Joey Savacci, is Rick Ware the most Googled man at the, at the end of the night of who Rick Ware is? Yeah, I think so. I like Rick. I, I didn't know Rick at all. I had some conversations with Rick in Cardiff. I like Rick. Rick Ware. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, uh, I didn't know who he was until your podcast. But right. Yeah, uh, good, good podcast. All right. Joey Sav- Alex, if Joey Savacci wins, I'm giving you a real big prize. Uh, so call back in. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I'll call back in next week. All right. That or Monday good. night. Yep. Monday Bye. night. Give us a call. We will. We will promote you, yeah. Alex, to a massive prize. Uh, Forget about Rick Ware. Alex is the winner if that happens. Yeah. Uh, Blind Brian, what's up, man? How are you? Happy New Year, boys. Happy New Year. Let's yeah, Brian. Let's get this rocket. Let's get this rocket rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Weege, I'm sorry. You've you've heard this from me. So, if you want to ignore this, just go ahead. Um, <clears throat> so. What I want to know is give me a guy or guy in e- guys in each class who, based on their performance this year, so retirement notwithstanding, loses their factory ride, and give me one who gains a factory ride at the end of the year. Weege? Oh, my gosh. You're just asking me to just, like, you think it's bad enough? I already said maybe Jason yep. Anderson doesn't win a race. Now i got to predict the yeah. guy's going to lose his ride? You got it, man. Um... Pierce Brown's done. That's what I'm telling you. What's that? Pierce Brown? Pierce no, Brown. you're calling it. Done. See ya. I thought so, but I've actually got some stats that Pierce Brown is doing a lot better than we realize. Um, yep. If you had told me that he he got third in the, the East last year. Does anyone remember this? He yeah. did? He did in the points? He did. He got third. And he he led until, what, two, three laps to go in Foxborough. He did lead a while, yeah. Down. Yeah, he got tired. Um, he was better than uh, I think most realize. Um, all right, I've got to pick a guy in the 450 class who has a factory ride who won't have it. All right, I'll, I'll give the easiest odds. The best odds of that happening is Colt Nichols. He only has a Supercross-only <laughs> deal. It's very possible okay. that Honda will be full next year, no matter how well he does. So, there you go. Wow. That, that – 
that's awesome, but it's also shady, but it's allowed. It's allowed. <laughs> well, yeah. I was forced to answer your yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a very good pick. Uh, He's in the toughest spot. To have a ride next year of any of those. I am guys. sure that Brian is uh, pissed that uh, you got out of this question that easy. No, I'm yeah. no, I'm not. Oh. I'm, hey, I don't, I don't blame you. Um, right. I don't know. I, I, I think Brown's done. I think Swole's out. I think AP's out. AP's contract okay. is up. There's there's a lot of talk about Cooper Webb going. His contract's up too. A lot of talk about Webb going back to yep. star. I'm sure the AP yep. back to star stuff will start, and Bobby Reagan will have a team of 15 riders at some point. <laughs> Um, gotcha. So right. I know you guys are talking about. I know you guys are talking about four fifty winners, only five. Get it? Anybody in the two fifty class get their first win this year? Any the two star guys out west? No. I could see Styles uh, winning. Yeah, I could see it with Kitchen for sure. And I could see Styles winning. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Oldenburg maybe. Yep. Who? Oldenburg maybe. Maybe that'd be cool. That'd I'm be a, awesome. I'm a Freckle fan. Him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, yep. All right. Thanks, Brain. Peace, boys. Thank you. All right, uh, Colton's got a fifty West group is tough. It is. You look at Forkner, Jet, uh, McAdoo, and RJ, oh. and I'm like, okay, yeah. who's getting in there? Like those guys are yeah. proven, right? So, yep. Um, all right, let's get into uh, Cooper Webb opinion from Colton. Colton, you got a Cooper Webb opinion? Well, I'm I'm kind of looking for your guys' opinion. I feel like he's being slept on a lot, and it seems like there's a lot of question up in the air, but he's kind of on that every-other-year cycle. I almost think that, mm-hmm. you know, once he wins the title, he it, it takes so much out of him that he needs a whole year to reboot. And we've got a couple other guys that are going to be dealing with new bikes. He's back with Alden, Yep. Um, and it's that every-other-year. Are we sleeping on him and not – not well, counting him in enough, or are okay, there legitimate so, questions? Well, here's where I'm at. So, I wish I'd never seen Paris because uh, yes, yeah. it's not Anaheim. It, it was a month and a half ago. I get it. Um, it's not peaking, mm-hmm. all of that. But I saw a guy who's 44 years old on a on a privateer bike <laughs> be noticeably good, though, Steve. be noticeably better than <laughs> Cooper Webb. Like pull away. Pass and pull away. I saw Tomac and Roxon pull away. And and I know. I get it. It's Paris. It's a tighter track, although it was 45 seconds, so that's pretty pretty legit. And I saw big whoops. We know the problem with the bike. I don't know. If I if I hadn't seen Paris, I would be higher on Cooper Webb's chances. And maybe everything's fixed mm-hmm. and I'm the idiot, Colton, but that's where I stand right now. I think it's you know, he's in his last year there. We all expect them to be gone. So, yeah, that's where I'm at, Weege, with Cooper Webb. Uh, I'm with Colton. I think that um, he's been written off way too much. Um, he is only one year removed from being the best Supercross rider. Like, I don't really think there was much doubt in 21. It wasn't like he won it by any sort of luck. Everybody was there. They stayed healthy. He was the best guy. He won races even when he didn't need to right down at the end of the year. So my only question with Webb really has been, is he just over it? Like, is he not willing to put in the work? And we know how he wins races. He wins it by digging deeper than everyone else. I'm like, is that gone? Like, did he go to the wall as much as he can ever go in his career, and he'll never find that again? But as long as – I think it's up to him. I think he can solve everything else. So I think we would be – there's a high chance that everyone's going to look like an idiot halfway through the year and be like, why did we think Cooper Webb just wasn't going to be good anymore? Well, I, I told you why. Well, it could be that. And yeah. uh, most of it is actually because of how he did last year, not in Paris, but the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, it is amazing uh, how quickly we, you know, it's the only as good as your last race. It's amazing how quickly. I mean, 
He I'm, has beaten all these guys straight up before. It's not that different. I don't point the finger at the bike. I'm not JT. He, he's a little more that way than I am, right? I'm, I come from the mechanics and the team side of things mm-hmm. where I'm like, there's a lot of smart people that can fix the bikes, blah, 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 blah. And they've changed a ton. A ton. Yeah. Compared to last year. You're right. But I, 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 lo- I watch Paris and I like watch Marv and Coop, both guys on the same bike, same issues, and I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't Let me know. throw one other wild card here. Last year's whoops were insane. All year long, you've heard that they might not be so bad. I have. Right? I've heard that they've that Feld told uh, the teams that we will not be building as big a whoops this year. We hear you guys, and it wasn't Roger; it's everybody. Because I know I had a Japanese team <laughs> member guy be like, "What are these guys doing?" You know. So yeah, yep. I mean that alone. That alone. If it gets to the point where we're back to whoops, where Webb can jump as well as other guys can skim, and then he can do all his other things where he can corner better than anybody else because yeah. his bike necessarily isn't good for whoops, but yeah. he can jump and manage that. Yeah. I mean, that alone, that alone is a massive tilt from what we saw last year. Yep. Uh, I am on, when I speak about JT, I am on his side about the Alden Baker thing. That's that's good. That's good, and I don't want to point the finger at Michael yeah. Byrne and everything he was doing last year, but uh, there's a reason why that, you know, you ride with Malcolm and Christian and <clears> RJ <throat> and yeah. Dean and everybody, uh, that, that I like that. I, I'm on board with the with the Alden Baker program and the intensity that brings with you during the week. I believe there was a time where Webb was trying to figure out how can I get the same results with less effort, and it's not possible. There is no math equation in the world. So if he is like, okay, I'm good, I'm going to do all that work, and I'm going to want it and be just as hungry as I've always been, and that's not just the Alden program. I'm talking about lap 12 of the main uh-huh. when he's a freaking animal. Yeah. If he can get all that back, he should be as good as anyone. I guess yep. that, to me, that's the only question I have. Yep. Uh, Colton, good question. Do you want a set of 100% goggles or fly racing five pivot knee, knee guards? Uh, heck yeah, I appreciate it. I'll take uh, a pair of the goggles. Please. All right, stay on hold. We'll get you that info. All right, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, uh, that's Colton. He wins the goggles. Uh, Todd wants to talk about SMX format. Todd, uh, what's up with the SMX format? What's your question? Well, I haven't done my homework yet, so I thought I wanted to call in anyway every week and, and talk to you guys. So so tell me about the format, the pros and cons of it. What are your opinion, good, bad? Um, do you guys like it, don't uh, like it? i got to tell you, Todd, right what's away, Wygant's now working with the Feld guys, so he, he is uh, bought and paid for. <laughs> yeah, um, JT okay. as well. Don't JT as well. Over there. Yep, yep. But <laughs> yep, honestly, gotcha. I need to see it. Top 18 go to these races. They qualify through the LCQ for the other two spots. Lots of money at stake. uh, Different lengths of the races. Um, I got to see it. I'm very skeptical, Todd, on the Supercross-Motocross hybrid tracks. We've seen it. Doesn't work. Uh, we'll, we'll wait. Uh, but so I need to see it. Okay. Do uh, I like more money okay. for the racers? 100%. Uh, most of the money is going to go to the guys that don't need the money. Um, so that's whatever, um, playoff system. No, I don't care. I don't care about that. I don't think it works in NASCAR. I don't think it works in motorsports period, but sure. Yeah. Let me see. I got an open, I got an open uh, mind for this. Uh, Weege, what about you? Okay. I'll give you one pro. The one thing they did that was brilliant compared to what NASCAR did is they did not scrap the existing championships. So I think the only real risk or question we have to ask here is, are people going to care? Like three to four years from now, will this be seem important to the fans? Will the riders and teams care or not? But the good thing is the existing championships that we like, are, they're not changing at all. Yep. 
So it's all a pro. Like what NASCAR did that pissed their fans off, they said the regular season really doesn't mean anything anymore. We are, we're here talking Anaheim 1 and 17 rounds and champion in May right now, just like we always have been and always will. So that's the pro. They didn't ruin anything. I don't know if this is going to catch traction. That would be cool. But even if it doesn't, we're not screwed. We still have what uh, we like. Well, and then I don't think, like, at the SMX champion, let's say Tomac wins indoors and um, um, Sexton wins outdoors, and then Toma, uh, Ferrandis wins the SMX format because it's three races and some shit goes down and he gets a big lead yeah. and brings it home. I'm not going to run around and talk about how Dylan Ferrandis is the best rider of the year because he won it's these. It's true. Exactly. You know, that's, like, the, yeah. that's the risk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not right. going to. If Sexton yeah. dominates all year and then throws a chain at the first one of these races, everyone's going to know who the real champ yeah. was. That, that's, the, I guess, right. the, the con, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. but uh, you know. Yeah, so we'll see, Todd. Uh, open mind, though, for sure. Okay. At it, you know, those are the pros and cons the way I see it. So, okay, cool. Uh, Steve, more, more importantly than yeah. that, yep. Good. Steve, does this? The, the big question is, does it change pulp fantasy? Because that's that's where I'm going with this. Does it oh. change how we how how fantasy picks are going? Cause no, that's what I'm stoked. No, for, we're having so. a separate three race SMX championship in pulp fantasy. Only those three races okay. count. The guys at Intense stepped up and gave us a taser to give away. We got whole prizes. So we, we have a third championship in Pulp Mex Fantasy uh, with more prizes and all of that. So, yep, same, same deal. Perfect. But, uh, so all of that stays the same. Yep. All right. All right. Cool. Thank you much. All right. And good luck this year. Thanks, man. You too. Thank you for playing. Wait, all this money I just spent, Steve, and it doesn't even get me into those three? I got to pay more? No, it gets you into those three. Oh, okay. I thought I ch- saw 31 races. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. When you play, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Calm right. down. Um, one other thing. If you look at the payout for that championship, they basically mimicked two things. A, the factory bonuses. We know it's about hundred grand to win a race, so mm-hmm. that's what they're paying. Championship 450 is a million. Championship 250 is half a mil. That's pretty much, hey, what are your bonuses? We yeah. will pay them. But I believe also the 20th place in points, which is the coveted fight in this series mm-hmm. in 17 races, I think they're just paying that again. And you know those privateer animals, like, they live on that money. So the yeah. fact that they could – if you're A-Ray, you got two shots to get that 20, top 20, whatever yeah. the heck that is. Yeah, 20th place series bonus, yeah. yeah. It's big money. Yeah. You're getting a second chance at it. So I kind of bristle when you say the money's mostly going to the guys that don't need it. It's well, – I mean, the 20th place guy is going to make some money just like he does in Supercross. So those guys well, seriously center their whole life around that paycheck. I didn't say all of it. I just said mostly. Mostly, yeah. they're going towards. I mean, it's you know the the twentieth place. I think it's was it seven grand. I think it's seven grand for the year twentieth place. That's what Cade was going for. Maybe it was going for. I mean, yes, yeah. you'd but, rather win one million than seven grand. Yeah, yeah. But uh, those guys, their whole life is based around that seven grand. Right now, there's going to be seven grand times two. Look, the whole thing is it's going to the main event, guys. These SMX races are limited to twenty two guys. There will be an LCQ, so some guys, those guys are going to get paid. I heard. You know what I mean? The guys yep. that don't make the SMX mains are going yep. to get paid. So it's a good thing, all in all. But, like, I, it needs to go further back. We need to raise all the ships and not, you know, the, the 250 class will be stacked, right? It'll be an east-west, basically, main event with factory riders in it because that's how many guys have rides. So yeah, it's true. 250 privateer guys aren't going to make anything off oh, this SMX I'm with races. You. Yeah, you, you that know. math is simple. You're yeah. right on that one. Right. Yeah. And then the 450 guys yeah. – Sure, some of them are going to get it. Look, overall, it's a good thing. I'm just, you know, I'd like to see the money go back further in the normal Supercross races to the 40 night show guys. If you don't make a night show, I don't care. I, I have no sympathy for you complaining about money. 
I don't. You're not in. You're not good enough to be yeah. in the night show. But the night show guys, the Nagies and those dudes, there needs to be more money. But this is a start. This is a start. So double, double the paycheck you were getting before. Yep. Yep. No, for sure. Uh, and once somebody told me one time that Feld could raise the pri- the purse three hundred percent, and you'd still complain. People would still complain, and that point was very well made. You're always complaining about the purse, no matter where it is. If you're an athlete in there, so. I've heard yep. more fans complain about racing in October than I've heard them say, hey, that's awesome. They're paying way more money. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Right. Like, way more complaints. Yeah. These athletes deserve to get paid more money. All right, we're adding $5.5 million to the annual purse. Yeah. Oh, we got to race in October. They're slave drivers. <laughs> well, this year is kind of jacked, but only because of this Coliseum date. They're going to get it more in line going forward. But. I will have one suggestion. Yeah, they're going to, they, you, know, you know, they hope, the goal is to end by September 30th in yeah, future years. I mean, but I, I, know, I want them to go one better. Skip the weekends off. Give us a week off or maybe even two after the Nationals yeah. and then just run back to back to back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I think that's what they want to do, right? Um, I hope. I hope so because, you know, the, the, you know, Hammer told me a great point one time and he's just like, these guys aren't going to stop grinding and training. It through, now, no. it's, now it's halfway through October, you know? So They do not take the off weekends off. They only do if it's the off season. Yeah. But if it's a weekend break between races, yeah. it's, they don't get on a plane, but they're not right. partying until 4 a.m. Yeah. like other people do a couple Saturdays a yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. Uh, all right, Weege, thanks for your time. We'll see you this uh, Friday, right? Will you be there Friday? Tomorrow? Yes, I've been uh, drafted to co-host the press conference with Daniel Blair. Oh, and so it begins. And mm-hmm. so Super it Motor begins. Cross World Championship. Here we go. Unbelievable. Un- I catch the fever. Yep. Dude. I am back. I am fully back. I, just... I hosted a press conference in 2010. <laughs> I have not done it in 12 years. And I'm back, baby. I just want my listeners to know that I'm going to continue to call it like I see it. All right? I just want my listeners to know that. All right. As long as the way you call it is... Super Motocross World Championship, greatest <laughs> thing in the history of the world. As long as you call it that, we're good. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah. I just want to remind everybody, go buy Yamaha. No. <laughs> all right. All right, see ya. Sounds good. See ya. All right, that's Jason Wagon, everybody. Hey, the Decal Works guys that led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics around. PulpMX23 is the code to save. DecalMX.com, proud sponsor of the Red Bull KTM team. They will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Sean and everybody there, great service, great turnaround. Thank you to the folks at Decal Works. And also, if you're looking to purchase a home in 2023, if you're a first-time buyer or a home, first-time home buyer or investor, you need a vacation home like JT. Plum Creek Funding has programs to suit your needs. You already own a home. You're looking to pull cash out. Over 25 years of experience. Uh, contact Zach Morris today. Zach, Z-A-C-H, at PlumCreekFunding.com, 720-212-4685. Give him a call if you're uh, doing any of that stuff with real estate. And uh, JT has used Zach for all of his homes over the years. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just uh, boarding a flight. Oh, in Boise, okay. headed to rainy Southern California. Weather, well, J- J- we told us to not ask you about the weather, but we are going to do that. We we should be safe. Why would for, he do that? Uh, he just says it's not going to rain, so why bother asking you? Um, we're good, when though. Has that ever stopped us? <laughs> I don't know. We're good, though, right? We will be good. Uh, it's going to rain today. There's a, a lot of rain in the forecast today, but I think it's supposed to end by tonight. Mm-hmm. And then uh, both Friday and Saturday, we're good. So, yeah, is there going to be water in the floor today? Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, these guys are miracle workers, and it's a it's a confined environment, right? So they're going to get pumps out, and they're going to get, you know, they're going to suck all the water out, and then it's going to sit in the sun for at least 36 hours. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned at all. You know, is it a little, could it be a little sticky? Sure. But are we going to have a mud race? No. Right. Um, I want to thank the folks at Maxxis Tires, by the way, MXSTs, like mountain bike tires, tr- late truck tires, Maxxis.com for more information. Vertex Pistons, Decal Works, Plum Creek Funding, Get 100% and Fly Racing. JT, we're giving away some Fly Racing 5 Pivot Knee Guards today. So we are, yeah. we are. Yep. Uh, I, I think it's a product most people aren't that familiar with. Right. Um, so I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, if you're looking for something that's like better than a knee cup, but not like a full-on knee brace, mm-hmm. and also very uh, budget-minded and you know budget-conscious, um, I think it's it's a perfect go-between for that. All right, third caller seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven gets the knee, knee guards uh, from Fly Racing. Third caller, right now. Uh, all right, JT, I'll talk I'll talk some two fifties with you, but then I also want to get your winners on the year. Uh, Jet's gonna win unless he gets hurt, but you know Brayton was on the show Monday. And JB brought up a great point. He's like, hey, McAdoo is straight up race jet. He's raced him. He's beat him. He's passed him. So, I don't know. Maybe this won't be as much of a walk as we think. Like, Forkner, RJ will, RJ will, you know, screw himself into the ground trying to beat Jet, right? Um, yep. And McAdoo's done it. So, maybe, maybe we get a tight points battle. See, I think there's going to be battling, yes, but I don't think it's going to be necessarily like a full-on points battle. Okay. Um, I, I think in certain weekends you're going to see McAdoo have really great races, and he will be in the mix. I think other weekends maybe not so much. And the same could be said for all of them. RJ, Forkner, and McAdoo are all kind of cuffing the same cloth. Lots of speed, but the consistency over an entire series has been the problem. So when you look at Jet, conversely, he has kind of found a way to do both. Even though he's had some crashes, like the the Arlington thing last year wasn't great. But I just look at the overall series, and I think he can approach this series with a lot of patience. He, he, I don't think he's going to have to feel like he has to force anything. And if that means settling for a second on some weekends, that's okay, because he's going to be there week in and week out at the end of the series. That's probably too much for anybody else to match. Well, you look at – so my, my counterpoint to my own point, is that he had a horrific crash with Forkner, right? That was Arlington. And flies off the track. He still got third that night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he has an ability to come through the pack each weekend, right? Like, I, I don't see a scenario outside of injury over the course of eight or nine rounds where these guys are going to be better than him. You know, he's going to have to do some serious imploding for them to make up enough points just because – we know what they're going to do. They're going to be super fast, but mistakes have gotten them. There, there's just nobody. So, when I look in that class, yeah. I don't see anybody with the composure over the or the speed. You know, they have to have both over the course of the series that can beat them straight up. You know, there's going to have to be some sort of outside variable to upset that. So you're not calling undefeated season, but you're no, yeah, no, no, no. Too many no, mistakes by the other guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those guys are going to have good nights. You know, Forkner's going to have a great night. McAdoo's going to have a great night. RJ will be fast at times. I'm just talking about over the course of the season. I think you just look back and you're like, okay, well, that's where that guy blew it. And then there was this guy had a bad night here. And then Jet is just kind of cruising through. And they'll take wins when they're there. And when they're not, he will just stay on the podium and, and let things happen. And it's, it's remarkable how mature and how much he's willing to allow things to unfold for being so young. So – Styles Robertson or Levi Kitchen, I'm kind of leaning towards Styles as being the top star guy. I mean, literally, Kitchen got one race in before getting hurt. I do like the chef's uh, riding style and demeanor, and I think big things are coming to him. Styles has only ever made the podium at Daytona, but this is a better yep. bike than what he was at. I think Styles can do. I think Styles would be the better star guy. What do you think? 
Yeah, Styles is interesting because, you know, he's shown flash of the brilliance, and it's really hard to imagine that he's not going to take a step forward this year. Um, you know, I think they're figuring out that Husky 250, but we all saw them have issues, whether it was the Husky or the KTM or the 450s. They all had their own individual issues. So I think moving to what everybody seems to think is the best bike in the class for, for good reason, with his starting ability and his, you know, his disposition for putting himself in good position, it's going to be tough to deal with. Now, when you look at a guy like Jet, I think Jack will be able to just go past him in the loops, much like he did last year when Styles got hole shots. But I think, you know, Styles could have a good season. That, that doesn't mean I think he's going to win races. I just think he could have a good season where he's in the top five pretty consistently and maybe, you know, sneaks in a podium here and there. He, uh, you, you like him to be a little bit better than Kitchen? If they, you know, I don't. I, I don't. I think oh. Kitchen is poised for a breakout. I, I, I just think Styles is going to be pretty good. I oh, think he's okay. going to be better than he was. Yeah. Kitchen is a guy that I think can win. Um, I'm hesitant to do it because we haven't seen it in Supercross just yet. But I'm on the precipice of putting him into that tier 1A group of Hampshire, Forkner, McAdoo, those guys. I think he can get there. Now, he hasn't done it yet, so I'm not going to yeah. do it. I'm not going to just give it to him. But I think he's, he's on, right on the cusp, man. We really saw some breakout rides from him last summer. Fly Racing picked up the uh, HEP Suzuki team, Chiz. McElrath, the 250 guys uh, running Fly Racing. Fly will be on the uh, 94 bike as well. So this is a big thing for you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we made a run at Roxton. Um, you know, obviously, anytime a rider of his caliber and his just global uh, persona is available, we, ha- we have to take a shot. Um, I, I never really thought it was going to kind of happen. You know, there's a lot of gamesmanship and leverage and a lot of things that go on in negotiation. Um, but you know, when we're given an opportunity to make an offer, we are going to do that with as much credibility and seriousness as possible. Um, in the end, he decided to stay with his, you know, lifetime sponsor, which I totally understand, but to be a part of that team, to be a part of that effort. And just, uh, if nothing else, just by affiliation, um, we're, we're here for it. And, and it's a great team. They have huge sponsors that are, you know, very, very big in the corporate world. And I think that they they do a great job of representing what we're about at Fly Racing and, and something I'm looking forward to. Did you get him a chance to try some stuff? Did he try the Evo or did he try Light? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I was not a part right. of that. Um, I, I don't even think it was so much he was, you know, it was a equipment thing. Um, I think he was just looking to kind of see what was out there. You know, he, he had an opportunity. He was switching from Honda. He his contract was up and, you know, much like many other companies, WTS included, they were going through ownership changes, right? So uh, there, there are a lot of questions asked and decisions being made and, and companies prioritize their spend, right? And I think he was in the midst of that. And I think he wanted to see what possibilities awaited him. Uh, Chiz is back in fly. I think he wore fly in like 09. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He's back been in, out, in and out of fly for a long time. Yeah. Um, I think the the thing that I'm most excited about, and, and it seems like they're most excited about, I know Brandon, you know, before he got injured was most excited about was the formula helmet. Yeah. Um, I don't think that they had really gotten to try it just because they had been in other brands, but I heard from both of them how, how impressed they were with that helmet. And it's, for me, I kind of take it for granted because I've been wearing it for so long. Yeah. But it really is a game changer the first time you wear it. Yeah, it's. I mean, people obviously Fly spends a lot of money with me, so people are maybe skeptical. But it's an amazing helmet. The difference from the um, 
the old helmet to the formula, it, you can't even you can't even speak about it. It's incredible that formula helmet. So yeah, I mean, um, it's it's, yeah. The, it's the greatest thing we've ever built. No, you know, yeah. bar none. And the end of story. And the cool thing is we have updates coming for it, um, and it's just something we're going to be able to build off of a platform. Right? It was it was the first big step of a of a road we're continuing to go down. Okay, so Anaheim won 450 class. Uh, you and I both think Jason Anderson pulls the win off this Saturday. Yep. Uh, we said Dylan Ferrandez because he he embraced the weirdo Anaheim oneness of it. Which yeah yep. yeah I think um, there is, there is always that that Anaheim one kind of deal, um, but I just. I don't know, man. I just think Anderson is so ready right now. And you, you could tell me a list of names, and I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Because trying to guess who's going to win A1 is a, is a fool's errand. But if I have to, I'll take, uh, I'll take Anderson. Right. So also, uh, only once in the last 10 years have we gotten more than five winners, and we even had one year with just four. So generally speaking, it's five winners for the season. So I went through this with Weege. I need your five winners. And when you really think about it, Cooper Webb didn't win a race. Uh, last year, and he was a defending champion, and Jason Anderson didn't win a race, although he only raced a few races before he got hurt, his defending championship year. So, like we said, and, and I agreed, like, one of these big names won't win races. Um, he, he picked, he didn't have Roxon winning, and he didn't have Anderson winning. But, you know, that's just randomly, right? It's really? Just, it's, well, it's he, just, he, did, he didn't pick those guys to win. Yeah, because we're going to get a few weirdo winners, one or yeah, two. But how can you not have those guys? We only get five. I know you don't just get five, but if if I only do get five, I think those guys have to be in there. So we so okay. So you have twenty one and number yep. one and twenty three, yep. and yep. what Webb two, number two. You have Webb. I he didn't win last year. I know the, the guys that you are wanting to take off the list both won last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm well. This so is this is Ouija's I, list. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think that I would take those guys off before him. So you would – what's your five? I would go uh, 21, uh, 1. Yep. 94. 23. 23. And then you got one more. Um, yeah, I think there's going to be more. I think, yep. I think Webb likely gets one. See, Webb is the one I'm, I think I'm questionable on. I yeah. Think if he – hasn't sorted the bike out then i'm not there yeah yeah okay yeah i i, um, I saw paris so it wasn't wasn't great I, and then you know like is, does marv get one i don't know man we only get five i know i why well, I, I don't <laughs> i don't subscribe to that well um, but well, I, you, 10 years of stats say that eight years we've gotten five and one year we got four i just think we're in an era where there's there's a lot of parody and we we could certainly get five. We'll be laughing at ourselves when we get back here in in May. But when you look at the field, I think we're we have an opportunity to kind of break that trend and get six or seven. I really do. Okay. Um, now if now if the counter argument to that is if you see Tomac find the form, same you know same form he had on the twenty two, he has on the twenty three, then everything goes out the window because right because it was seven and seven between two guys last year like that soaks up so much opportunity i just don't know i don't know if it's going to be that same dynamic right i i hope not i hope for the sake of racing it's, it's yeah. more open than that and that there's much more competitive uh so here's another tough question for you craig or malcolm who scores more points the end of the year malcolm was third last year 
I don't know. Maybe I'm biased because I really like Christian as a like a like I feel like Christian and I are friends, which you know yep. is 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 not always easy to look at. I, I'm super super stoked on Christian's chances. I agree with you. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Mookie just because he was third last year. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Christian's potential, I think he has a great opportunity to buck that trend. I just, you know, we talked about it on the on the Supercross preview shows, and Christian's a rider that I have more questions about than anybody. I truly do not know what Christian's going to do. If he gets second at the opener, or if he gets ninth at the opener, I'm going to give you the same faith. I'm going to I'm going to look at you the same way and go, okay, okay, we'll just see what happens from here. I, I don't have any preconceived notions of Christian at all. Mm, okay, yeah, I think you're off on that one, but we'll we'll see. Uh, what, what what are you expecting? Like, oh, yeah, I think I expect I think especially at Anaheim one. I think he's really good at Anaheim's, and it's a big race for him. And at the weirdo Anaheim one race, I could see Christian getting a top five, if not a podium. I really can. I can too. That's why I said if he gets second, right. I'm okay. And if he gets ninth, I'm okay. Like there, there's not a result. I, if he wins, I'll be shocked. But yeah, outside of that, I'm open to it. I really am. I, I, we've watched him ride. I've seen. I saw the same video you did of him in the whoops. Like he does incredible things. So, so to approach him and say that he can't do something is probably a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, all right, so you think Mookie, I think Malcolm. We should place a bet on this on uh, uh, before the show for the season-ending points. But uh, I think they're both going to be really good, though. I'm with you on that. So you would take Christian over Mookie for points? I would, yeah, I would. Okay, yeah. really? Yeah. I mean, third's pretty strong, man. Yeah, no, it is. Great ride. Yep, great season. And, and again, I could, right. be, I could be a little bit uh, mistaken. Like, are you, you strong know? with that conviction? Or are you eh. just like, yeah. Yeah, I'm probably, I'm probably like 60-40 on that. So not, okay. Yeah, not, not super strong, but favor, Craig. Um. All right. Well, give us your winners, JT. Anderson and, and Jet. Is that what we're doing? I, I think you have to. Yep. Um, man, I, but wouldn't it be such a great story if Roxon could find a way to win the opener? Uh, I, and I don't think it's out of out of the question at all. I really don't. Um, I think he's going to come. I'll say this. I think Roxon comes in with the most motivation out of anybody, maybe outside of Cooper Webb. Because yeah. I think he, he wants to prove everybody wrong. He wants to show everybody that they don't know what they're talking about, and he thrives on that, much like how Chad Reed kind of used to. Yep. So it, it would not shock me if Roxham won, but I'm, I'm going to go with Anderson. Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you on that, on all of that. So, all right, man, uh, enjoy the flight. Fly racing, Moto 60 show. Thanks for uh, coming on, man. Okay, yeah, sorry for the uh, background. Oh, uh, no worries. Thanks. You're good. Thanks. Okay. All right, that's Jason Thomas, everybody. Uh, last question of the show goes to David. David, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, thanks for taking my call today. Yeah, what's happening? Not too much. Hey, first off, I want to tell you, uh, Monday night's show was fantastic. Thank the, you. Uh, yeah. The passion that you have is, is it was it was it was very entertaining to listen to him. Yeah, he's uh, and, uh, he, he's a smart guy, and he I don't know if you follow him on social media, um, but no, he, yeah, not. no, if, he might be he might be a good follow. Like he gets deep into it. He's ve- like what you said, passionate. He's the same way on social media. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought he was—I thought he was really humble with the with the whole Ken Roxon thing because you know that he probably spent some money trying to oh yeah know, trying yeah. to woo him, you know. So yeah, yeah. Thought that was so. Anyways, my question is, um, what what happens to all the parts that come off the bikes? Because with with like uh, there's been a lot of talk about you know cycling parts out now because of the obvious problems that the riders have had. I know I'm sure like pistons and cams and stuff probably get thrown away, but what happens to like swing arms and handlebars and 
triple clamps and things like that? What uh, do they, practice, they give them away? No, nah, practice bike stuff a lot of times. Like you'll take a set of stuff off your race bike and put it on the shelf, and when you build a practice bike, you'll grab like you'll mark them. You know how many hours they have yeah. on them, and then you'll grab them and put them on a practice bike. Wheels, you know, magnesium hubs, uh, factory wheels. Those will be practice bike wheels or test bike wheels, right? Uh, so yeah. team the teams generally have race bikes, test bikes, practice bikes. The test bikes are exact replicas of the race bike, all the same hardware, same parts, everything else. And the practice bikes sometimes can be a little different than that. Uh, I'm sure a factory team like Honda probably has exactly the same. But I even even at Yamaha, like our practice bike riders didn't get magnesium wheels, right? Um, okay. So there's three bikes that a team will build for a rider. And so there's a lot of parts needed, and they'll basically trickle down, right? They'll go race bike to test bike to practice bike, or they'll get thrown away. You're right about, like, cams and pistons and cam chains, clutches, clutch baskets. That stuff just gets tossed in the garbage, right? Um, yep. Recycled. They all recycle. Um, yeah, of course. But, yeah, and then other stuff will be saved for test bikes and practice bikes. And they'll, they'll, you'll mark everything with an hour meter and go from there. Okay. Well, that's what I figured. Also – uh, Blake Savage, what an with all he's been through. I mean, just a positive attitude. I, I really enjoyed listening to him also. Awesome, man. Yeah, thanks very much. It was cool to have Blake in here. I heard that he would do the show with me, and I'm like, oh, really? Like, I didn't know Blake was a listener or that into it, right? Uh, but, yeah. you know, once I found out that he he would do it for me and he doesn't live far away, I was like, yeah, cool. Like, let's do it. So we'll get him back in here. Yeah, excellent. Thank you, sir. Awesome, man. Thanks very much. All right. All right, thanks. All right, that's another episode, season kickoff. Tits, fantastic job today. Yeah, buddy. We are back. Yeah. And the enthusiasm and excitement from you is at an all-time level. All-time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Fly Racing, Maxis, Get, 100%, Plum Creek Funding, Decal Works, Vertex Pistons. All on board with us, as are you people. Anaheim 1, here we go. Thanks for listening.